Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Man, I'm so happy to have you here. We're here to make you a smarter and more informed sports better, and I've got a great show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Head on over to playup.com, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. And speaking of bets, we make a lot of picks on the Phil Nason Show. All those picks are tracked at betstamp.app. It's a great app. You can even sell your picks, and you can buy packages from us from the BetStamp site. That's betstamp.app. And not to mention the fact that we are involved with the Wolf Line, and we're doing a daily premium newsletter. You've seen it out there a little bit. It'll still be free for a few more days. Head on over to Cash with Flash and check that out. My man John Murgis is in the house. What's happening, dude? Well, you know, Phil, man, uh, missed you last week, but here I am this week. Yes, you were um, you were a little bit uh, occupied. Yeah, a little bit uh, doing the COVID dance. Oh, gosh. What a horrible thing. I, I felt bad for you. You know, all those smiling pictures in Vegas. Did you get in any trouble? Did, did your wife start yelling at you? Oh, no, no, no. She She likes to see me smiling, especially when I'm. In, you know, with my buddies. Or you know, when you're she, coming home with the bag. Yeah, the, the bag <laughs> of cash. She likes to go with me because she, she says that um, I have a tendency to keep my cash in my, my pockets. She's like, let me hold some of that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I I'm hear good. you. I hear you. But we've got an exciting weekend ahead of us. And at the oh, end absolutely. of the show, we're going to give you a pick for the Ohio State-Wisconsin hoops game tonight. But... These games are all, or I think they're all going to be very exciting. Let's start with the Vegas Raiders. They are now a five and a half point underdog on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. That total opened at 49. It is now down to 48 and a half points. What say you? You don't have to make a pick here unless you want to. But what say you about this first game on Saturday? Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's an interesting matchup. The, the one thing I noticed is that um, you're looking at uh, 31 degrees. Weather won't be a factor. I consider Vegas to be a warm weather team. As I've said in the past, any team that plays in a dome or with a retractable roof is a warm weather team. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the interesting thing is, and you know, I, come playoff time, I, I I don't use trends much during the regular season, but come playoff time, I like to look at some trends. Okay. And uh, if Cincinnati does is able to cover this game, um, it'd be the first time in eight games since 1991 
that they've covered a playoff game against the spread. That's when Boomer Esiason beat the famous Cody Carlson. Remember this kid, Cody Carlson? I do. I do. A lot, a lot of your listeners won't, but um, he wasn't anything special. They won 41-14. to 14. You know, um, this is a, a, a game where, you know, Cincinnati, uh, they're, they're, they, they have a, a good team. Um, this Joe Burrow. He's uh, he's impressed me, man. I'm telling you, I, I like the kid. I didn't like him early on in the season. Uh, I didn't like the way he was playing. I didn't like the way the whole team was playing. But he's come along a long way. And um, uh, as far as uh, who I'm going to take, it's it's something that uh, you know I'm not sure about yet. But uh, I'm I'm considering Cincy uh, at home. I mean. They're pretty, they're pretty evenly matched. I'm looking at the scoring right now. You know, five points difference in points per game on offense. But then you got to look at the defense. Vegas lets up more points. But um, that's not everything. But uh, I really think that um, it's going to be a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Oh, I agree. Um, T. Higgins is listed as questionable. I think that's why the line moved a half point in Vegas' favor. But it's also moved to half point in Cincinnati's favor. It's a less, it's an easier spread to cover five and a half than six and a half or six. So you know that one thing that I noticed when I looked at these trends also is that Cincinnati's four and zero in their last four games against the spread. Mm-hmm. They've played really well, and you're right. Burrow was coming off that injury, if you remember, and he yeah. didn't look very comfortable. I think start he started to look better around game two or three. But this Jamar Chase, what a fantastic athlete. And I'm not so sure that the Vegas Raiders have anyone that can cover him one-on-one. Unless, of course, T. Higgins is out. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, you got to listed as questionable. I just wrote that down. I, I had that. But, you know, that, that, that comes into play pretty big. Yeah, Burrow did have injuries. You know, I shouldn't be so hard on the guy. Well, no, no, you're being right. You're being fair, though. Yeah. Look. If you're an athlete and you step on the field or the court and you're injured, it doesn't matter. You stepped out there, and if you do things the right way, people will notice. And if you do things not so right, they'll also notice. And it's better to be Joe Burrow now than it was the first couple weeks of the season. Yeah, I mean, you know what? you got to give the guy credit. Comes out, plays hurt, and, you know, doesn't take his uniform out and do a dance in the end zone. (laughs) <laughs> like our buddy Antonio Brown down oh, here in Tampa. Oh, are they still killing him there? I, you know, I, I asked my wife. I wanted to get an interview with him. And so I, I know he hangs out at the uh, strip clubs on Dale Mabry right down the street from the stadium. But she won't let me go. Ah, so, right. Yeah, well, the yeah, Vegas trip, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Talking about Vegas, supposed to head out there Wednesday, be out there for the divisionals. I love being in Vegas for the divisionals. Last year was – Nice four and zero. That's awesome. I'll be there for the uh, conference finals, and rooting my boy Scott Fiedler on in the national handicapping tournament he's in. Hopefully well, he wins a Scott. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what a hard it? tournament, man. There's like 300 contestants in that, and it's not like uh, sports betting. You're betting against each other, whereas in sports betting we only have one common foe. We our foe is the sports books. And their foe is us. There's That's no there's share. no middle line. No, there is. That's why we share information. Because it's us against them. 
and they've got plenty of money. And so we treat, you know, I get a lot of DMs as you do. You DM me, I DM you. You know, I hear this, I hear that. And um, I don't know. We just use the information the, the, the best that, to our ability and share the information. And, you know, we take, a, we take a chance. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. That's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of the beast. It is what it is. And the sports books, they share information amongst each other, too. Never forget that. It's us against them. You know what? That's funny you mentioned that. Did you notice that? Uh, I was on Twitter, and I'm always on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that uh, over at the West, uh, South Point, Chris Andrews sees a lot of people coming in late on that Monday national championship game. And they're coming in late with Bama. Now, uh, or no, that was, uh, yeah, that was Murray, I think. John Murray over at uh, Westgate. Okay. They're, they're coming in late on Bama. Chris Andrews is, is tweeting out, well, I'm getting pretty much e- even money over at South Point. You know, so there's two different books getting two different, you know, uh, sides of action. And it was very interesting to see that. But I, as, as you know, I was on Georgia. I was, you know, and people were questioning, hey, listen, Bama comes out, beats Georgia that first meeting. Why the hell is Georgia giving three points? And that was on Twitter. I saw it on some other social media. Nobody really could answer that, you know. It's, I can. Go right ahead. I'd I like can to because if they, if if Cincinnati, or I'm sorry, if uh, Georgia were a four point favorite, no one would play them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that one point is going to be. You know, I have a I have a buddy. You know what he told me, and I'll 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 tell you just I and I quote. He tells me, he said. Uh, yeah, he loves Georgia. I said, why do you like Georgia so much? He goes, because Bama got paid. I'm like, now that's conspiracy right there. I'm like, you don't know Bama got paid. Come on, they got paid. I'm like, it doesn't happen in sports like it used to. No, it doesn't. Just Because, you know, the funny thing is, is with these college athletes being able to sign endorsement deals, you have a less likely chance of fixing a game. Yeah, they got to start paying. They got to start giving the kickers. <laughs> I know I have no faith in college kickers or so pro have, kickers or pro kickers for that matter. I don't know how they miss so many extra points this season. But what we're doing here is is waiting for more information, and that's something that you should do too. Because the game Saturday, we're going to know what's up with T Higgins. Yeah, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but that's going to make the difference for Jamar Chase either way. If they have to play Jamar Chase straight up. They're going to have a hell of a time because Higgins is going to get his also. But if Higgins is out, now they can double cover Chase. And, well, you're looking at tight end C.J. Uzuma to, to come through. It could be a completely different package. The second game, though, this is the third time that these two teams have played. And that's the New England-Buffalo Bills game. Buffalo opened up is a four-and-a-half-point home favorite, and that game is now at four in most places. The Bills are favored by four. The total was 43-and-a-half, and now that seems to have moved up a half a point. What do you like about this one? Well, there's a lot of fours. There's Points a lot of fours. Four. The temperature's going to be four, which means below, below zero with the wind chill in that game. The game's Wind's next to a golf to course where there won't be any fours? <laughs> yeah, how about it? <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm not concerned about the weather, but I know it's going to play a factor. Ten to fifteen mile an hour winds. Um, you know both teams are going to try to set up the run. 
um, you know, to open up some passing, you know, at least to start off the game. Um, it's going to be tough to pass the ball in, 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 in that kind of weather, especially with 15-mile winds, swirls around in Buffalo. Not as bad as uh, MetLife in New York, but um, in Buffalo, you know, I mean, below zero weather. Um, you know, New England's 10-7 and seven against the spread, as is Buffalo this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just feel that um, this game, to me, is like a toss-up. Because I can't, I, I see two evenly matched teams in this game. Um, their schedules, I, as I look at their schedules right now, yeah, you have to say that that uh, New England had the easier schedule, mm-hmm. um, except for you know Dallas played them at home, but New England did. You know, England, you know, definitely had the easier schedule this season. Um, I, I look at. Uh, I look at uh, this matchup pretty much uh, – it was a cold Monday night in early December when uh, the Patriots won 14-10. to 10. Um, And so, you know, there's four points right there. But um, they won by four points. But I, I, I do – early on, Phil, mm-hmm. I do lean uh, – Buffalo in this game at home. It's not I don't a know bad how you play. feel about that. Well, yeah. they're nine six and two against the spread. Um, yep. Buffalo not ten and seven, um, but that's okay because these numbers get kind of crazy sometimes. But here's here's where I I, I kind of go in a different path. Is New England has done such a terrific job of covering on the road. They're five three and zero, oh. and let's not forget they have a rookie quarterback. And Buffalo yeah. at home is four three and two against the spread this season. I don't trust Buffalo. I haven't trusted them at all this season. I didn't in the Miami game, that was just uh proof that this Buffalo team can be a little up and down, a little too inconsistent for me. Now we're gonna have weather situations in some conditions similar to what they played in the first time in that snow wind yeah, game. Yeah. That was a now, great game. Oh, man, it was coming down sideways. It was awesome. Uh, we were on the New England side that day. I, I like underdogs. Uh, you know, I send you my premium picks. Most yeah. of those are underdogs. And, and most of them won. Uh, 71-47-4 and four overall against the spread this season. And on a 61-27-2 and two run, which is probably going to end because the playoffs I've always struggled with. But one thing I haven't struggled with is picking dogs. And I really like the Patriots here. I think Belichick, you know, when the first time they met, all they did is run. Mac Jones threw the ball three times in total. Not this time. He's going to open up and throw the ball because everyone, Buffalo and everyone else is going to expect them to try to repeat their previous performance in Buffalo. Should be very interesting. I agree. I think they're going to have to. Both teams are definitely going to have to set up some kind of run to open up those passing lanes. An, an interesting worthless stat for you, trend mm-hmm. right here, is the Pats are nineteen and three straight up in their last twenty-two games at Buffalo. Yeah, but that's the Brady era. I mean, right. that's that, you can just throw that out the window. Um, but the Bills have just lost once as a playoff chalk since nineteen eighty. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm glad you corrected me. Maybe I should cancel. I, I, I happen to have VEASAN on right now, something I use. You know, VEASAN's got good information. Mm-hmm. Got, they got Buffalo, got ATS 10 and 7, and they're wrong, Phil. So, <laughs> Well, whatever. 
But at yeah. the end, yeah, at the end of the day, and these are verified by three or four different sources. You know, I use team rankings, covers, Newsday, and they all seem to coincide and say nine, six, and two. But one loss either way, that's not going to change my mind. But I will say this: Buffalo is three zero and one against the spread in their last four overall games. Yeah, they good. seem to be playing a little bit better, and uh, or more consistent, I should say. I don't know about better, but more consistent. Uh, we're going to sit on that one too because there's supposed to be some type of storm, but I'm not sure if it's going to show up on Saturday night or Sunday night. So I'm going to kind of wait on that. But the total at uh, what is it, 44 points? Do you have any interest in that? And 44. I, I mean, with the with the weather conditions the way they are, and you know, we'll see how much they run the ball. I I I don't use the word lean. Kind of like the under. I kind of like the under too. I, I usually like the under when I to play totals because that's just the way it is. But it's going to be a fun game in either way. And I can't wait because I'm going to be up, John, for about 72 consecutive hours this weekend. Oh, watching the Australian Open. Of course. And the football, it starts on Saturday afternoon, and it's going to be madness. Total. Well, it's good for all those people in Australia that are in, in lockdown and those, you know, quarantine camps, whatever they have going on there. Yeah, they can know, watch you the sneeze. Un- and they can yeah, watch you sneeze the- and you get handcuffed. Yeah. Um. If you watch and they can all sit together and sing Kumbaya while they watch an unvaccinated player stick his nose at the rules. I know. Hey, listen, it's you know what? It's his choice. He doesn't want to get vaccinated. Oh, absolutely. Everybody. But yeah. you know what? But it's Australia's choice to allow him in the country or not. And when you start lying to them about what you're doing and not doing, yes, that's that's just bad. I've traveled extensively from tennis, and I can tell you what he suffered when he first got there and they put him in that hotel is what everyone suffers. And no, he, you have to. I mean, you, they got to quarantine you. And like you said, Phil, you should be honest. You're going to go, you're gonna go uh, be amongst other people. It's only right that you let people know the, the situation, if you, whether you've had COVID. And if you're unvaccinated, man, just you know, do what you have to do to, to make it right. I'm not saying get vaccinated, but you got to quarantine. you got to stay away from people until they get, and, and get tested. Well, those folks, they, won't, they have decided they don't let people in the country unless they have a proof of a reason why they can't take it. If it's a health issue, he doesn't have any of those things. He's just playing another con game. He likes to do that. He's a gamer, though. He, He's got something you and I don't have, abs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have them, but I can't remember where they went. Yeah, I know I, they're there somewhere. But I got one on my upper right, but that's, that's for another show. That's for we'll another talk show. Our, talk about our great physiques then. Eagles. <laughs> yeah, right? A uh, game close to my heart here. Eagles, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, it was eight and a half points on Monday. And now we have eight and a half points again. The total was 49 points. That's down now to 46. What do you like about this one? Well, the one thing I like is that there's a 70% chance of rain in Tampa on Sunday. Going to get a bad storm down here. And so it's going to be wet. Mm -hmm. um, And it's going to be windy. It's going to be a nice nice winter rainstorm. Um, Philadelphia's had a had a pretty decent year i mean they snuck into the playoffs good for them it's a team that i feel and we've seen teams like this in the past it, it, it they're gonna be one and done I, I i just don't see them winning i wouldn't bet the money line um i i brady's got injuries and all you're down to a, a couple receivers with uh 
you know, Evans, you know, you got Gronkowski, um, you know, the Tampa Bay's got that injury bug, but still finished the season 13 and four. Right. Um, I, I could see the argument with, you know, we'll talk about the game, of course, but I see the argument with Rogers MVP, but you know, Brady had an MVP year. Um, and he dealt with, you know, he dealt with a lot of injuries, a lot of adversity. I mean, I think there's going to be some bias to give it to Rodgers. But what I do like about this game is that Tampa's at home. They could run the ball, which they will. But a couple couple kids come up there and, and uh, you know, take over for Leonard Fournette. Unfortunate injury to him. But I just believe that um, the spread went down to eight and a half, as you see. It's eight and a half. Down to eight, I saw at um, Circa. Circa okay. has it at eight right now. Okay. So that could be a weather a move. Um, the total at 49 and a half seems a little bit high with this rain coming. Seems like um, it, it. But what's the wind going to be? Because I've had NFL quarterbacks and ex-NFL quarterbacks tell me that it's the wind. It's not the rain. Because yeah, it's the, the wind. ball stays very dry usually. You know, they can grip it unless it's like in icy conditions. You know, they can grip it. And uh, I don't know, man. You know one thing I do It's going to affect the kicking game, Phil. Not to interrupt you, but the kicking game will be affected because if the storm comes in, it's coming from the west, which right. is off the Gulf of Mexico. And Tampa Stadium, Raymond James, as you know, is not it's, – it's right off of Tampa Bay next to the Tampa airport. The, the Gulf is 10 miles west. So it's pretty close to, to the Gulf. The winds will pick up along the along the uh, coast, but it'll be blowing from if you're you know down the field from right to left on one end, left to right on the other. Not not behind the kicker or or, or at the kicker, but crosswind. Um. So, but I don't think that field goals come into play in this game at all. Oh, I think either. that Brady takes control. Um. And like I said, Philadelphia, their 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 years are next year and the year after. They're a team that's coming together, but it's just not going to be in this game, especially not against that defense. Because Tampa Bay, when they want to, and they flex their defensive muscles, they crack people. They really do, man. It's a good defensive front. They got some good linebackers, as we know. They've had some secondary problems all season long, and they've overcome them. That's they, the key, man. You can come overcome those uh, secondary issues and get that pass rush going. And you got to get that quarterback quick. Boom, boom. That's what the, that's what they've been successful at. They've been they've been able to penetrate. And if you give a quarterback time with the injured secondary guys that don't have much experience. You're going to look for trouble. Tampa Bay avoided that with their rush. Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. Yes, they did. Now, they met each other on the 14th of October in Philly, and Philly covered a seven-point spread. The game also yeah. went under the total of 53. I think this is a different situation, though. Yeah, you the got... Bucks were up 28-7 to seven in that game. I mean, they're on their way to win. Then Philly scores 15 unanswered points. I, I remember watching that game, you know, being in Tampa. I, I have red zone and everything else, but I always have that game out on TV. Um, not that I'm a big, you know, just being down here for 30 years. I mean, I'm a Bears fan by birth with my heart, but um, I became kind of a Bucks backer. You know, I had season tickets for years. I'm not, but I'm not a homer, you know. So right. I, I 
I bet more against the Bears than anybody. And well, should I? Thank God Nagy got fired. <laughs> yeah, and they, um, they cleaned house over there. Except for the guy, you know, not to get off the subject, but Ted Phillips, the president of the Bears. Mm-hmm. When George Hallis died, and he, he, he didn't want his family to run this organization. This is like the Wrigley's running the Cubs. I mean – the, the, the Cubs were horrible when the Wrigley's owned them. And mm-hmm. then the Tribune Company bought them for $19 million in 1977. And they continue to be horrible because people would come to the games. People will still go to Bears games, even though they suck. Right. Excuse the language. But, no, no, it's um, okay. Yeah, but would, you know Philadelphia has, has, has shown that um, they can score the status. You know, this season's been really weird, Phil. I, you know, I, I, I'm always looking at the news, seeing who's coming down with COVID, who's not. You know, what's the status? It, it seems like everybody that was going to get COVID had COVID. So I don't think we have too much to worry about. But they'll still test these guys right. before the game. Tomorrow they'll test them. It's one of the – I'm sure you're familiar with this. One of the things the NFL did was stop testing guys every day. Right, I know. Yeah, that was yeah. according to their collective bargaining agreement and, and the amendment to it. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. But one thing I do know is that Philadelphia, again, is in a unique playoff situation because if, for some reason, Jalen Hurts can't play, Gardner, Gardner Minshew can, and he's demonstrated over his career that he's a more than capable starting quarterback. So that could be a part of this because if something happens to Tom Brady, I think the Buccaneers are finished. Wow, that's breaking news right there. The Buccaneers finished. I don't know the eight and a half, eight and a half points. It'll probably be eight by game time. Maybe yeah, even seven be. and a half because Philly has a lot of backers, man. They do. I mean, it's Philadelphia. You got New Jersey legal gambling. Um, there's going to be a lot of money on the Eagles in the Northeast. As, as you know, down here, there's no outs. There's no way to bet unless you call your bookie, right? Which I do. Which I do. Which you do. <laughs> yes, of course. And um, uh, I'm going to lay off that game and just enjoy it for the for the pureness of the game. Gotcha. You know? So we made a pick on two on Monday's show. We talked okay. about this. So I, in full disclosure, we did take the under 49 when it was I offered like to us. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I don't have anything today for that game. But the next game is interesting to me. Also, the 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 second game on Sunday is the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, 49ers were a plus three-point favorite on Monday. The total was 49.5. Now it's Dallas is a three-point home favorite, and it's 51-point total. What's Boy, the you got lo- 51 point. The last time I, I looked, you must have just looked now. You must have just looked now. Probably moved up a half a point, which I thought it would. Okay. I did 50 and a half written down here. So now we got 51. Mm-hmm. See, Phil, you're a great help to me when we do these podcasts because now you give me information. I'm like, all right, it's 51 now. I, I checked it this morning because he, here's the great thing about the playoffs when you're doing a job like this is I can keep my basic notes like 10 and 7 against the spread or – Seven and five against the NFC because that doesn't change. So right. basically, most of my work was already done. But I did get when I first awoke this morning at about five thirty, I started uh, revising the numbers, the odds, and the spread, and all that, and the money line, and just making sure we give our listeners the best amount of information possible. And this Forty ers Dallas game, I guarantee you, when Jamie comes on later today, 
we're we're dropping a lot of podcasts. This is an important weekend, and right. he's a Dallas Cowboy fan, so he will have a pick for this. Full disclosure, though, is Michael and I made a pick on Monday's show, Dallas minus three. So go ahead. What do you like about this game, though? Here's what I'm getting. All right. So you, as you know, I talked to a lot of guys that are um, really respected guys, mm-hmm. um, whether it's text, talk, or, or, or DM on Twitter. And a lot of guys like Frisco plus the three. Okay. Um, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to do a deeper dive into that game if I bet. Of course, I'm going to bet it. But, you know, right, right now, I mean, Dallas at home, playing good ball. Jerry Jones feels he's finally got the team that can win. McCarthy's showing that he can actually coach it, uh, you know, like he did in Green Bay. I mean, he had troubles last year, but then they had a lot of internal problems. Um, there's some some trends I was looking at just to, you know, just to throw it out there, mm-hmm. make it interesting for everybody. But the 49ers are 10-1-1 and against the spread in their last game, 12 games played in January. Wow. 10-1-1 and against the spread? Come on, bro. You're like, you know, for, throughout the throughout the push, you're 90%. Um that's that's big. That's All right. big. Not doesn't make the doesn't make me want to you know take the 49ers, but it's a big trend to look at. Mm-hmm. Then again, they haven't played Dallas much. Um, uh, well, they have, but I'm just saying that w- they haven't played a good Dallas team much. Is what I was getting at. Okay. And this is a good Dallas team. Yes, Garoppolo. Um, I consider him to be a good quarterback. But he's shown some inconsistency at times. But the over in the last eight meetings in in Dallas is seven and one. Wow, these are high percentages, and I, I like the high percentages um, uh, for the trends because you can make a trend do anything you want. But these yes. trends I think are relevant. The last trend that, that I'm looking at is the Cowboys are ten and three against the spread. Their last 13 games is the favorite. Yeah, um, they're pretty good. Yeah, 70%. So anything over 70% I'll pay attention to. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm, I hate to use the word lean, but I'm moving more towards Dallas. No disrespect to the guys that I respect, including you, but I just don't see how Frisco goes and they're going to be, crazed in Dallas. I don't see how Frisco goes in there and and wins the game. Hey, it could happen, but that's just my opinion with what I'm looking at, you know, with what I what, the information that I have. And you know, a lot of times, man, I just skim through it and and look and you know, give it give it my uh, best shot. But uh look at the total 51. Whew. That's a big man. number for a that's playoff. It's too big game. of a number. Yeah, for a playoff game. I mean, it's th- these these playoff games aren't scoring fests. No, not usually. Are, the defense usually comes up, shows up in these games, and you know I expect both defenses to show up. I I, I definitely, I'm not saying definitely, but I do like the under 51. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Now the over, in their last, let's see, one, two, three, six meetings, the over yeah. is four and two with these two yeah. teams. And I found a couple of trends that were interesting also. And now I have to roll up because there it is. Okay. okay. So here here let's talk about the uh spread right now. The Cowboys yeah, 
are one and seven against the spread in their last eight games in January. Yep. One and five against the spread in their last six playoff games. One and four against the spread in their last five playoff games is a favorite. Yeah. So now we'll go to the totals. I've got a couple for the under, which is usually where I were lean. This is where I usually tend to drop my uh, my shekels. And yeah. under is four and zero oh in Forty ers last four playoff road games. The under is four and zero oh in Forty ers last four games as a favorite, but that doesn't count because they're not. Where was the other one? I saw. Oh, here we go. Under is four and zero oh in Forty ers last four games after accumulating more than two hundred and fifty passing yards. Come on, it's too fast. I'm trying to write all this stuff down. Oh, I'm sorry. In their previous game. <laughs> I gave you a bogus one there. I don't know why that made my list, but it is what it is. Man, I like the Dallas Cowboys. I've been riding them all season. They're they're thirteen and four against the spread this season. They've rolled on teams that people thought they couldn't. The Forty ers though, to me, they don't seem like the type of team that can score with Dallas. I don't think they have that weaponry. And I no. think the Dallas defense is a bit underrated. You know, yeah, they're, they're definitely underrated. Yeah, they're, they're, there's no doubt about it. Dallas defense is, is is an underrated club, and I expect them to to step up big time against Frisco. Remember, it's a home game. It's tough to win on the road. It's tough, and, and the fun part too is that Dallas is ten and two this season against their NFC counterparts. Right. The Forty ers are seven and five. Those are records, not ATS records. They're Did both... you mention this one? Did you mention this one, Phil? The under is 7-1 and one in San Francisco's last eight games as playoff underdogs. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that's yeah, crazy. I mean, that's, that's, and I could, I could do one better. The 0-7 the, the against the spread for the Cowboys, 1-11 against the spread of the last 12 games played in January. Now, remember, these are just trends, but I like to look at them. It just happened to be Trend Thursday for me. I'm like, all right, let's see what these trends have to say. That's why I'm spending a little more time on them on your, uh, on, on your show because yeah. – um, like I said, you know, I move on from this to um, Mumbai cricket, um, Ind- India cricket, uh, after I do football All for another right. show. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so uh, Pittsburgh. Under 51. Okay, you're gonna, we're going to play. Okay, good. Under 51. Yeah. I'm going to add that to the list at Betstamp. And let's see what happens. I like it. So now we've got uh-huh. the Steelers. We've got the Chiefs. The Sunday night football game. The Steelers. They, I don't know how Mike Tomlin limps these teams into these situations, but you know what? It's fun to watch the fans complain about a guy who's never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. Never. How do you how do you do that? And I'll tell you how, because those players respect Mike Tomlin. He's not a pushover. He's not soft. He's just a coach. And he expects professional athletes to act like them. That's just the bottom line. And if they don't do their job, then he gets in trouble. But somehow, they haven't done their job in the last three or four seasons, really. And yet, he's still dragging them sorry bums into the playoffs. And and, and that's a credit to him. And I'll stop the fawning now. But uh, the Steelers, let's see what the line is now because I think it's moved. Uh, I said 12 and a half yep. I saw. It went down a half a point. Yep. It, op- it was a 12 and a half when we played it. And full disclosure... I chose the Steelers plus 12.5 on Monday's show. I'm going to stick with that. But, yeah, it's 12.5. The total is 46.5 on Monday, and it's still there. It's still there. there. That's because Chiefs Kingdom is still slumbering or arguing about their team and why they don't get any respect. 
or they don't seem to get respect. I respect the Chiefs amazingly. And I think they're I still think the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. There's hey, listen, I was looking at the futures. They're up there. I mean, Mahomes, you know, you gotta admit the guy had a rough start. Um, you can't expect him but but he came he came on, you know, mid season. Yes. Started to play good. He was dealing with some injury problems himself. I mean, the guy wasn't a hundred percent in every game. Um you I, the line's 13, we know why, because Pittsburgh went to Kansas City this season. They were down 30 to nothing, um, scored 10 points late in the game, ended up losing the game 36 to 10. Now they make a return trip to Kansas City. This should be Big Ben's last game. I can't see a, I can't see a straight-up win by Pittsburgh, but I can see him coming within the 12.5 points. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I really can. I think Pittsburgh will – play them tough um i didn't get a weather report in kansas city but i know that cold air is moving through but the, like you said you know the cold it's the wind that really affects most games right um the cold hey listen if you can't play football in cold weather then you just can't play football but um <laughs> in that game they really got you with that total 46 and a half kansas city i mean 46 and a half well remember the last game they played was 36 to 10 was the final 46 I think their odds makers are going a lot on on, on the previous matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe too. Everybody much. seems yeah. Everybody seems to be healthy. I'm looking right now. I don't see any any major injuries. They do have some. Tyree Kill was limited last week. Um, he's got a, he's got a bad heel, but I don't think that'll keep him out. Um, Kelsey limped off the field. You probably saw mm-hmm. after catching that pass um, last week. And but I think he's okay. I didn't see anything. Um, Probable, I thought I, I saw him listed uh, at from a reporter because injury reports won't come out till tomorrow. Yeah, um, tomorrow or Saturday at noon, I think is. What or I Saturday was. at noon. Yeah, thank you, NFL. Um, that's that's the thing. I mean, at least the NFL does list injury reports. Um, you know, as as <laughs> except as we say for Belichick. Yeah, you know, he'll just, <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just lie, but that's that's for another show. Um, yeah, but in this game. Um, I have to go with you on – you do like Pittsburgh getting a 12 and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to ride – I'm going to tail you, as they say on that one, Phil, because um, I'm pretty doing p- pretty good, uh, and uh, I want to hang with winners. So let's go with that Pittsburgh um, as the play. I mean, I'm at a disadvantage right now. I could use offshores and everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're already crawling already. Hey, there you go. Um, I could use some um, – offshores and some other things but you got to be careful i can't call friends out of state and say hey can you get a play in for me you know nobody wants to get nailed for wire transfer fraud or something right. so I, I i'm at a disadvantage whatever i call it 10 30 when the book opens is the line i'm gonna get you know and so i have to wait because um it's for my big bets yeah i'll bet you know a nickel maybe you know a dime, but sometimes I like to get a little more money down. Um, this isn't the game, right? But you know, New England, Buffalo, Dallas, San Francisco, those games I might want to, you know, like I did Georgia, twenty five hundred bucks or better on that game. But I do like uh, Pittsburgh, so count me in with you, buddy. Oh, that's a good thing because they cover usually when I play their games. Now I'm going to give you one number that. Is a phenomenal number. Steeler Nation, 
hold yes. on to your seats, especially the, you folks who think that Mike Tomlin is the reason they don't win, because they actually do. If you ever learned how to read a uh, win loss oh, yeah. column uh, or <laughs> or watch the TV, you know, learn to read down there. You know, learn to read. Uh, yeah. He's thirty two. Steeler teams under Mike Tomlin since 2007. Wait, it's 2022. He still has his job. Um, 32-21-1 against the spread as the away underdog. And that means that he may not win all those games, but he's in a lot of games that people didn't think he had. A, they had a chance, and he's at least covered, which means he knows how to compete. He knows how to get his players to compete. He, he's yeah, a Hall he's of a Fame coach. I, I need these people... To continue this, though, because it's my entertainment. It's my entertainment watching them bash my friend. And at the end of the day, the reality is, if you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors, it's probably better not to say anything. I know Twitter's a great app for that, but be better. (laughs) You got to be better. You know what? I won't get into it, but you told me the funny Mike Tomlin story about your... your, uh... Your, you know, your oh, communication yeah, yeah. with them. I mean, that's great. I love stuff like that. That's stuff that I only get from you and other respected guys. I know whether it be in Vegas or Biloxi or on the East Coast where you are. I only get those kind of, you know, true stories that just let me know that this is a small circle. Even if you're a better or a handicapper, oh, yeah. and even if you're a professional coach, there's no conflict of interest there. You're not asking him for information. You're just having a conversation with the guy. But it's it's funny. It's it's really interesting. I have lots of them. I'll, I'll tell them to you in Vegas. Believe All me. Right. I have lots of sports stories. I can be very entertaining if I want, especially on my second iced tea. But uh, <laughs> wait, the the Long Island iced tea? Oh no, no, no! Oh. I I I try to abstain from alcohol in those situations because that's a big problem. That'll get you in trouble. But uh, yeah, I don't drink before I place a wager. No, but never. After never. my bets are down, I've been known to have a few cocktails. Yeah, see that what happens to me is I get a couple of bottles of beer in, and that's fine. I used to party like a rock star, but now I get sleepy and. Uh, I want to watch the games because I have to talk about them and I'll not even pay attention after at some point and just hang with my friends. And, and that's also good too. We'll do that too. But uh, oh, yeah. Eric, Monday night. Monday See, night. This Monday, game there's here. There's no more Monday night football, is there? Yeah, there is. Oh, and I'm, <laughs> and I, and I'm glad. Yeah, because one of these teams has to play Sunday and it's, it's going to be a little difficult. I mean, 24 hours does make a difference. I would think so. You, in preparation i mean you know it's a disadvantage to play on monday night and the playoffs never happened before exactly you know what i think if we looked at this game at the beginning of the season the arizona cardinals and the los angeles rams we oh, would be all over the rams yeah we would be and uh arizona's had a pretty damn good season i mean they think have about they, it. Snuck, they snuck up on everybody you know this year they, i shouldn't say sneak up i mean you know i mean kyler murray this kid if he can't get the ball to an open receiver, he just takes off. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I love yeah. the way he plays. I mean, yeah. hey, for those prop betters out there, check out his rushing yard prop. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of prop guys that like the props. You might get a good number. If it's 30 or under, take the over 30 what, yards Yeah, what's rushing. the number on Stafford interceptions? He cost me my fantasy football championship. Oh, uh, did he? You know, you know, I mean, if I go offshore, I get the props. I call the book. He's like, well, what's a prop? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, just the guy's it. Yeah, eighty two years old though. You got to give him a break. He doesn't know what props are. Well, you know what though? If he did, 
he'd be making some loot because I've seen sports betting handicapper crews on websites that have been sunk by daily fantasy players pretending to be handicappers and, right. and making these funny prop bets based on their quote-unquote research. And, and they got sunk, and they sunk all their customers. We do prop bets here, but we don't. How does that sound? Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes no, it makes sense. It's you know you got to pick your spots, but good you know thinking about this game right here, the Rams are. It's like you feel as though hey listen Stafford he's had a decent year, um he's a good quarterback now that he's gotten out of he was a good quarterback in Detroit the poor the the poor guy just got pummeled because he had no offensive line. Well the Rams have showed that you know sometimes they're not up to par, but. Arizona going into Los Angeles, I mean, just on the surface, I'm like, I like the Cardinals. Just just, just on the surface. I like the Cardinals a lot more than that. Um, I'm not ready to make a pick yet. That's on Monday. You know, it's still a little early. It's Thursday. It's my initial feeling. I I don't blame you, Phil, because the game's not until Monday. We got all weekend to see how these games play out. But um, I I do do like the Cardinals. Look at the totals, controlled environment, Los Angeles, 49.5. That game. That game, if you look at what these teams score, that game could easily go go over. Um, could the, easily. Yeah, Rams average 27. Uh, Arizona averages almost 27. Um, I'm not saying it's a giant margin from what the actual number is at 49.5 I have, but I do I do like the over in that game. I think both teams will score. Um, and uh, will they score often? Well, that's the unknown, man. That's why we're betting on games, gambling, basically. But um, if I have any and one interesting trend on that game, just real quick, and the one interesting um, trend I have on that game would be that um, the Rams, and this is not the same team, of course, but the Rams have failed to cover four straight playoff games, okay? Mm-hmm. But they're 9-2-1 and one against the spread and 10-2 straight up in their last 12 games against Arizona. Yeah. And that's not a good Rams team we're talking about playing no. Arizona. Probably a better Arizona team, as a matter of fact. But um, Or evenly matched, I should say. I do have some, Phil, I do have some bias towards some teams, and I try not to let it out, but there it came out, you know. Just my gut told me. Oh, that's okay. You know what? I'm a Matthew Stafford fanboy. I, I like the guy. I, I only own one football jersey. Uh, one, well, I don't technically own that one, but whatever. But uh, I. Will you do borrow it? <laughs> <laughs> I have I I have a jersey from a friend who played for the Jaguars and the Dolphins and he in the Vikings and the Eagles and and the uh, Jets and I have a jersey from him, but uh, it's really his. You know what I mean? It, uh, it, he didn't play for the Chiefs though, because I was I was going to guess and say it was Gary Barbaro. But he did play for Nobody Andy Reid. Nobody'll know who Gary Barbaro is except oh. you and I. Yeah, because that's because we're ancient. But here's what yeah, here's what ancient. makes me nervous about this football game, and it's Stafford is the guy I have the jersey when he play, I'm a Lions fan. That's why I pick the Lions very rarely. I don't I separate my fandom from my wagerdom. But here's yeah. what I'm concerned about is that Kyler Murray over his last five six starts. Is yeah. one in five overall, and one in five against the spread. They're they're in trouble, and, and that's no coincidence that uh, DeAndre Hopkins has been out during the same amount of time. 
So I think what's going to happen here is if Stafford, and Stafford has been rough. He's thrown eight interceptions over his last five and 11 touchdowns over his last five. But they're Stan coming. Master Flash, I love it, man. He has been very inconsistent, and it has thrown all his interceptions. I'm just looking at the last five games they played, and it's I'm looking at the totals, 51, 54, 40, 40. That was back in 2021. Wow. Um Four out of five games went over the number, the highest being 54 the total. Yeah. You know, you look at Stafford and Murray, two quarterbacks to, you know, get Jekyll and Hyde, but the pick six, the intercepted turnovers, you got to watch out for that. You have to really watch out for that. And I seem to see something similar like I thought or I think will happen during the San Francisco you know, Arizona has an opportunistic defense, much like the Dallas Cowboys do. And right. usually they have the offense to back that up. I know Dallas does. Arizona should, but they're a mess without DeAndre Hopkins and yeah. without a consistent running game. And the Rams, they're only 3-3 three and three against their division this season. And they're 8-9 and nine overall against the spread. Yep. And they're 4-4 four yep. and four against the spread as the home team this season. And all these pick sixes, all you, all it takes, and, and this is not a good ratio, by the way, 11 to 8. That's wow. not a very good ratio. No, not at all. And 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, that's awful. In five games, that's just awful. And these interceptions come at really bad times, like deep into their own own uh, side of the field. That's never good. I mean, he's throwing, he threw two pick sixes in a row from the four-yard line three or four weeks ago or so. I mean, yes. it is yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah, that one he threw right. I mean, he threw it right. It was a pick six. The, 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 he was picked off in the end zone at like, you know, one yard into the end zone, all the way back. I mean, it was, if I remember correctly, a lot of this stuff's just in the top of my head. I've, I, I replay red zone in my head, you know. <laughs> That's um, not a and, bad thing. I, I don't have red zone because on four, I have the NFL channel, but some for some reason up here, Verizon is, which is our provider, internet and other everything else. Uh, right. They don't allow us. It's Verizon FiOS. They don't allow me to have the Sunday ticket for some reason. I got what I call C O N C A S T Concast. Right. You know, up by you guys, and they're horrible. But I, you know, what I do have right when these game, games came out, I'll, I'll share this with you. But a hundred and ninety-eight, one uh, hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Should about two hundred to win. One thousand, um, one thousand eleven hundred dollars. Basically, I bought it offshore. Took Cincinnati plus one and a half, a teaser. Mm -hmm. New England plus ten. Tampa Bay. I went the other. I should never cross zero, but I do it sometimes. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Dallas plus three. Pittsburgh plus eighteen and a half. And the Rams plus two. I crossed over that zero twice with the Rams and Buccaneers. Which any guy that. That's, you know, for a living, we'll tell you, never cross zero. And, and, and I don't I don't believe in that. But I try to implement it, but I don't um, uh, sometimes. And so that was my big teaser for the uh, – I always like to bet a teaser. I usually don't advertise it because I bet it for fun. Right. It's a fun bet, you know, but, but that's the teaser. It kind of went along with what we had. I might do – I might make another one with some of these totals and – Take these 49 and a halfs and make them 43 and a halfs or, or, or 55 and a halfs on the unders, which is one, two. We like three unders, New England, 
Philly, 49 and a half, and Frisco, under 51. In this game right here, I kind of like the over 49 and a half, to be honest with you, because of the unknown turnover situation and the scoring that could happen. And that um, all very well could happen. So we're going to put down on the page here, uh, you like the over on the Arizona game. I do, I do, I do. And I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to put an X near it right here because – and um, and I'll probably tweet out what I got in with the book because the number will change. And um, But as far as for the shows goes, that's that's our NFL uh, plays right there, Phil. There you go. I know you want to go through one more thing. Yeah. Which is we'll NCAA. Do this. Yeah, NCAA hoop, Big Ten hoops. We both like the yeah. Big Ten a little bit. And we have Ohio State taking on Wisconsin tonight. That game's at 7 p.m. on ESPN2. I will probably not be watching at least the first half because I'm still in the studio. But what do you like about this game? It's a three-and-a-half point spread. Wisconsin's favored at home. The total is 140. What do you like about this one, John? Well, here's the thing. Um, I like that Ohio State can shoot the three, okay? Mm -hmm. And Wisconsin can't. Um, I think that, that for the sake, without giving up who, who I like, which I will, but, but looking at it, this is a, this is a big match. This is the biggest matchup of the big 10 this week. Um, as far as, as how these teams are matched up, Ohio state, um, even though they only have 10 wins, but they've played less games and COVID issues and everything else, they've had some cancellations. I believe that Ohio State is the better team than Wisconsin, mm-hmm. has the better players, um, and and has, to be honest with you, the better stats. Um, the only problem is they're two and two away from home, so they're 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 a good home team. They're seven and three at home. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin at home is seven and one. They've won five in a row. Yes, um, and, and 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 that's the thing that scares me. So even though – and Wisconsin's a juggernaut at home. They always have been. They play different in, in – uh, I forget the name of the stadium, but you know, it's in Madison mm-hmm. and all that, next to a lake. Um, but, but seriously – Coal Center. Line, yes, yes, that's it. The, the one thing I like about it, the game's on ESPN too, so I'll get to watch it. Mm-hmm. But my money, I mean, just to make it fast, because I know you got more shows to do, I, I'd have to – even though I, I like the way Ohio State's been playing, I'd have to go with the home team giving those light three, three and a half points. I like um, what that pick is. I have some, And I'm on the same page with you here. You know, Ohio State's the stronger shooting team, but Wisconsin is the much better defense. And they defend the three very well. Ken Palm, let me see, yeah. Kenneth Pomeroy, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're betting college hoops, and you haven't subscribed to KenPalm.com. Oh, he's awesome, bro. Oh. Ken Palm? Oh, yeah. Kenneth Pomeroy is one of the best there is. Ohio State has a fascinating defense. He ranks them 63rd in the country. Wisconsin's defense, he ranks 28th in the country. Yeah, they got that defensive juggernaut, man. I'm telling they, you. But they're awful shooters in Wisconsin, but that won't matter. And, and here's where you're going to find your edge tonight, hopefully. I say hopefully. Because I they still have to play the game, yeah, we're but hoping. Ohio State scores or averages thirteen point eight, call it fourteen turnovers per game against Indiana right. on the road two nights ago or two games ago. They yeah. were uh, they gave up fifteen points off turnovers. 
or gave up. They had 15 turnovers. Now, here's the thing, 15 turnovers. So now when you flip the switch, Wisconsin, they averaged 14 points per game off of turnovers. Now, Ohio State doesn't hold the ball very well at all. They're one of the worst teams in the country at it. Wisconsin has the second-best turnover percentage in the country. 8.1 a game, bro. I'm looking at it right now. You're so right. They're second in the country in turnovers. I mean, that's huge. So they're a well-coached team. Mm -hmm. They don't turn the ball over, and they're only given three and a half points. And they're at home where they dominate. And they're at home. And they're they're 13th in the country. I mean, Wisconsin, you know, I'm a big Illinois guy, but – for some reason, Illinois can't recruit all those great basketball players out of Chicago, but Wisconsin sure can. Yep, they sure can, and so can Michigan for some reason. They like Chicago players there too, but I hate Ohio State, honestly, because I'm a Michigan guy. I actually attended school there. Um, sat next to Tim Harbaugh during freshman orientation for athletes and because right. uh, we were both the same age. And uh, all that being said, there's not a way in hell I'm playing Ohio State in this game. Wisconsin is just too strong on the defensive end. They don't score points, though. And Ohio State does have a pretty good defense, but they're 317th in the country at forcing turnovers. There's only 356 teams. I know. They're awful. As Ken Palm would put it, they're in the red, baby. So that's my play. I'm going to go with Wisconsin minus three tonight. Hey, uh... I, I like it too. Now the the wolf line that I've been looking at, I love it. How long? Uh, how long is it going to be available for free, uh, Phil? Every hey, thanks. Every it'll be free for the next two weeks. Okay. The only day we're dark is on Thursdays because the owner and, and the guy who created the wolf line, the wolf himself. The wolf himself. Yeah, he comes on every Thursday, so we kind of do an audio newsletter, but. After that, and we're going to make sure you all know well in advance, you're going to pay. And right now we have it for a special price of forty nine ninety nine. You can acquire that by following us at Phil Nason Show on Betstamp. All those links are in the show notes. Great stuff today, partner. Well done. Hey, listen, man. We'll call the wolf like Pulp Fiction. Call the wolf. Call the wolf. That's what I do. You can find Absolutely. my friend. Hey, I, had a lot of, I had a lot of fun with you, Phil. Always great talk to you. You're a treasure trove of information. I try to I try to uh, contribute what I can. You contribute and, more uh, than you think you do. Well, hey, I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks a lot. Oh, you really do. And you can find John, and you should. He, he's very active on Twitter at Murgis John. That's M, capital M U R G E S capital J O H N. Bravo, Yannis. That. I found a stock, Ali. Eh, tipota, tipota, Filimu. Then I can't take tipota. Then I can't have left eye anything. Poor people know what we're talking about. But you speak really good Greek. Andoxi, andoxi. Yasu. Yasu, my, cousin, my friend. My Yasu. cousin, Phil. <laughs> well, it's time for me to go get my euros now, my friend. I have to go and get lunch. My American Naki friend. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Next week we do a handicapping Greek style. Yes, Greek style hey, with Greek sports. Wrong, folks. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. All <laughs> right. That's going to wrap it up for today's show. I want to thank PlayUp for sponsoring. Find them over at PlayUp.com. Thanks to BetStamp for tracking our picks. It's more than just a couple of chicken scratches on a website coordinated by a mentally ill individual. Bottom line, until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, 
My mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.